Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Julie Schrager, for the Nothing But Julie podcast. I hope that you are all doing well. So let's get right into it. What do I want to talk about today? Well, I do have a few pet peeves that um, I do want to talk about. Let me know if you feel the same way about, well, how I feel. Um, You know, I shouldn't say that they're pet peeves, but, you know, it's a nicer way of saying, well, this is what's pissing me off and this is what's angering me. Um, I I really um, don't get very angry. I I have a tendency of just kind of lately letting things kind of roll off me. But there are some things that do kind of get under my skin. The other day... I was riding my bike in my community. I live in a lovely community in um, South Florida. And uh, I have had uh, herniated discs in my neck. So it was very difficult over the last few months to do much of anything. And it was kind of like a a downtime for me. It wasn't easy. And uh, I literally stopped doing everything from working out to biking to walking and any kind of exercise because anything I did hurt and so I've been feeling better um I feel like this is something I'm going to have to live with until I get uh some form of surgery uh but right now I'm just dealing with it as best I can and so the other day I'm riding my bike I'm as I am as close to the edge of the street swale as I can be. And I believe that we live in a fairly safe community. However, when I was on my bike in my neighborhood, I was, excuse me, coming back to my my home. And I do not have a mirror um, on my bike because I don't think I need it in my own community. And I cannot ride my bike on the sidewalk because of the cracks and, and the shock that with my neck. So I have to stay on a smooth surface such as street pavement. Anyway, as I'm driving, driving, as I'm riding my bike, there's someone driving behind me and I, I can feel it. I can feel them behind me. I couldn't really hear them, but I could feel them. And when I'm riding my bike, I only have one AirPod in my ear so I can hear. Well, anyway, I actually, something was saying, get in the swale, get off the street, you know, get in the actual swale. Because you never know, even in our community, people are on the phone, they're not paying attention, who knows what's going on, you know, during the day for them, they're texting, horrible. And so this red car came right next to me, didn't even move over even just a touch 
uh, to give me a little bit of space. Now, I had literally just moved <clears throat> into the swale just as this car approached my left side. And they were maybe a foot from where I was driving. <sighs> driving. Where I was riding my bike. <laughs> driving. Sorry, guys. And so I got really pissed off. And I started yelling you know, to this person that passed me and raising my hands, you know, in true New York style. And I was really pissed because why? Why did you get that close to me? I'm in the swale. I'm not even on the street. I'm in the actual swale, which was maybe one foot, if that much, away from the grass. Couldn't have gotten any closer. And this person couldn't have gone around or moved and as this person passed by, I was just, I was irate. They went right past me and then they stopped because they were about to make a left turn to get out of the community. And as I approached, I saw this person with their head down in, in true text next style and they were texting. And I'm just, I was beside myself because what would have happened if I didn't move into the swale? Clearly, this person didn't see me. And so it started making me think about, you know, how safe am I even in my own neighborhood? I don't think I'm as safe as I thought I was, but I can't go on the sidewalk. And the only other thing to do is to go outside my community and go on the sidewalk there. But even that, I'm dealing with the cracks. So I don't know what to do. That's one of the things that really kind of got under my skin. Another thing that got under my skin, and this just makes me nuts. This makes me nuts. Okay, ready? Here we go. I go to the gym um, in my community. My clubhouse has a gym and it's perfect for me. I also belong to another gym, but because of COVID, I don't go as often. Regardless, I am still a member of a different gym. There are signs all over, all over the gym saying, keep your distance, wear a mask, you know, wipe down all the machines. When I was working out the other day, and, and let me just say, this wasn't just the other day. This is practically every time I go. Around the time I go, there are lots of kids. And what I mean by kids are maybe 17 years old to maybe 25. So, they, you know, they're teenage, adult, young men and women. They feel that they can just go into the gym without a mask. And they literally walk right by me. You know, like, hey, you know, what's up? Like, they're not doing anything wrong. And here I am on the elliptical with my mask. I am sweating on top of sweating. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, normal sweating from just, you know, doing cardio. But then the bottom half of my face is dripping because I'm wearing a mask. And does it piss me off that I have to wear one? Yeah. Is it really, really uncomfortable? And can I wait any longer for it to cool down in Florida? Yeah. All of that. But I'm still doing it. And why am I doing it? To protect myself and to protect others. And because I'm a rule follower, I do believe that if I have to work out, which I do, then I have to obey or abide by the rules. And if those rules that are set forth are 
to wipe down the machine. I will. If it says that I have to wear a mask, I will. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to waste my time or anyone's time. These are the rules. I will follow them. But what about everybody else? You know, if I have to be sweating my ass off, well, not really, my face off, while I'm doing the elliptical, then certainly you who are lifting weights that you're just not working as hard as me or sweating as much as me should wear a mask. So the other day, and and here's the thing, it's the rules. I'm not there to enforce the rules. I shouldn't have to be, you know, getting angry or or upset that someone isn't following the rules, but I do because I'm like literally dying of, of heat and sweat. And I, I I hate that feeling with a mask. I absolutely hate it. And I dread going to the gym now because of it. But I'll do it. But why should I be doing it if you're not going to do it? You know, I got the vaccine. Did you? Do you need to, you know, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But there was this guy. He didn't look like he was any more than 18. And Oh, and there's also a sign, I'm, I'm sorry, that says not to have personal conversations in there, which is bullshit, but you know, whatever, it's the rules. So there's this guy who must have been, I'm thinking 18 years old, maybe at the most, and he's in there and he doesn't have a mask on. He doesn't even have a mask below his chin or below his nose, like there's nothing there. And I'm watching this guy. He's working out. He's going from one machine to the next. Not only is he not wiping down the machine when he's done, he's not wiping it down beforehand, which is his prerogative. I do that. But what if I wanted to use that machine? I mean, of course, because of people like him, I am going to wipe it down first. But he's maskless. He's not wiping down anything. And he now is on the phone with his AirPods and he's talking incredibly loud because, you know, as many people do when they have their AirPods on, they don't realize how loud they're being. Um, and so I just, I blew a gasket. And so I went over to him with my mask on and I said, excuse me, do you have a mask that you could put on? If not, I have an extra one that I can give you. And he said, I don't need a mask. And I said, well, actually those those are the rules. It, it, you can look all over the gym. It says that you have to wear a mask. And, you know, it's not like I want to wear one, but I'm abiding by the rules. And he's like, well, you don't work here. You can't tell me what to do. 18 years of age, already thinking that he can start shit. And I was being very nice. But this is why I don't say things to people, because it's not my job to police people. But the main reason why I went over to him was because, believe it or not, he just wouldn't stop talking and he was being really loud and I'm wearing AirPods and it's the highest volume possible and I can still hear what he's saying. So the fact that he is constantly opening his mouth and talking and spewing out spit because he's on the phone was a concern of mine because he's not even wearing a mask. So I said, look, that's, I want, I was bringing up you not wearing a mask because you're opening your mouth and you're constantly talking. If you weren't really talking and you were just working out and your mouth was closed the whole time, I might've been okay with that. I said, but it's that, but also I can hear everything you're saying. And he's like, so 
I said, do you really think that the other people in this gym want to hear about you getting a blowjob? Sorry, guys, but that's what he was talking about. He was talking about a blowjob that he got from some girl. And I'm like, don't you think that you should maybe, A, not have that conversation in public, and B, if it's something that you really have to talk about while you're at the gym working out, then maybe you should say it quietly. And I bring him over to the sign where it says no personal conversations. And he's like, that's so dumb. I said, no, what's dumb is that you're not wearing a mask. You don't think there's anything wrong with that, even though there's signs everywhere. And you're talking about blowjobs and everybody in here can hear you. And I was like, either get the fuck out or shut the fuck up. Like I literally said this to him and that is so not like me. It's not like me. I would either bitch to myself and ignore it or I would go to who was ever running the gym. And he basically walked out. Now, I went to <clears throat> the person at the club and I'm like, listen, every single time I come in here, there is always someone without a mask and you're supposed to be checking the cameras. And it's like every single time. And every time I say something, they're like, oh, I didn't notice. Oh, I didn't notice. No one is policing. And you want to know what? <clears throat> I don't really think that it's entirely up to the people that work there to have to be totally responsible for policing. Plus, plus, it's really shitty to have to be the one to go in and tell someone to wear a mask because like this kid, he was all ready to start with me. But in this particular case, I didn't think I was wrong. So I told, I told this guy and he goes, yeah, I saw him and I said something to him when he walked out. And I was like, okay, but it's, I'm not that kind of person that will bitch and complain and say, how come you're not doing your job and you're not watching people without masks? Look, Right now, there's so much crap going on with people who don't want to wear masks and getting vaccinated. This just really upset me that he was talking on the phone really loud and not wearing a mask. And so I just felt compelled to have to just say something to him. And maybe it was just an accumulation of seeing many people not wearing masks when it clearly says to wear a mask. But and again, it wasn't up to me to say it, but I don't know, something, there was some kind of a force that pushed me off the elliptical to go to this kid. Again, I am not that person, which is why it's just so weird that I did it. Those were the things that just kind of got under my skin this week. But guess what? That's not what my topic is about. No, no, no. My topic is about something completely different. But I just thought I'd start off talking to you about the things that were pissing me off. Because I do know that there are some people out there that feel the same way that I feel. And it is not up to us to have to go up to someone and, and tell them what they should and shouldn't do. But like I said, there's a reason why I did it. I just was really, really upset with the fact that they didn't he didn't even care or do anything, you know, it just didn't seem right. So there we go. So let us talk about the topic of discussion today. I was going to do something serious, but now I'm, I decide I'm going to do something fun. And so I am going to discuss things that you might not have realized 
are fact or cap. Well, what's fact or cap? Okay, fact is a fact and cap is that it's it's bullshit. It's not true. <clears throat> um, and then I'm going to talk to you about things that you might not have known about. And that's going to maybe be an ongoing series. We'll see. So let's get right into it. First, I'm going to say it. I'm going to let you th- decide and think for a moment <clears throat> if it is true or not, or if it's real or fake. Okay, so let's start with this one. NASA is installing internet on the moon. Is that real or is that fake? What do you think? La 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 la. Okay, it is real. If you can believe that, it is really happening, and NASA is going to be building a four G network on the moon. Oh, just love humanity. And it's going to enable them, them, the moon, uh, it's NASA, to uh, control lunar robots. It's pretty cool, but like, is it really necessary? I don't know. Evolution. And apparently this story was reported by Newsround, the independent and several other sites. Hmm. Let's go to number two. Is this real or is this fake? A university banned the use of capital letters to avoid scaring students. Has this ever happened to you where people have used capital letters and and it means that they're yelling at you, you know, which is basically what they're doing? Or sometimes it's just to enunciate a, a certain feeling, which could be anger. Okay, so a university banned the use of capital letters to avoid scaring students. Do you think that's real or fake? It is fake. (laughs) But there was some real guidance that was given by a a university, but it was misreported to seem more dramatic. That's why when you are checking things, you really have to check to see uh, if it's really true. You have to fact find it. So just be careful of those things. Here we go. Number three. A couple in California named their baby with an emoji. Fake or real? It's kind of like Elon Musk, how he named his kid with like a a few symbols. I don't even know what that means, but this is fake. Although I wouldn't put it past anyone in today's world to name their child with an emoji. Um, But it was a story that was made up and it was shared by a satirical news site. Um, But again, I wouldn't put it past anybody to do something like that. All right, let's move on. Eight-year-old girl pulls a medieval, 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 a medieval, medieval sword from a lake. That is pretty cool if that is real. What do you think? Kind of like the Loch Ness Monster stories that you hear. But this one is true. This really happened. And um, I believe this story was reported by The Guardian. Other sources, including the BBC. Pretty interesting, huh? All right, here's another one. German street covered in chocolate after leak from chocolate factory. Oh, my God. That would be amazing because as many of you know from listening to my podcast over the last year, I love chocolate. 
just love it. Although I have been a huge advocate of dark chocolate over the last, like, I don't know, decade. Um, this is real. This was a delicious accident where a ton of chocolate did leak from a factory, a chocolate factory in, and I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this right, but Westonen, and it was covering the pavement. Wow. It was reported by the Washington Post and other <laughs> sources. <sighs> it's almost like Willy Wonka, but dirtier, you know, because it's in the street. Okay. School bans parents from sports day for bad behavior. Now, I'm going to tell you something while you ponder whether you think this is true. I wouldn't doubt that something like this is true just because of how crazed some parents become when it comes to their children and sports. And let me tell you, I've been there. I've been there. My son's 25 and I mean, so, so, so many years of baseball and basketball and especially hockey where the parents are the worst it is real this is true a school banned parents from attending sports day because they became too competitive and they started to threaten staff yeah sounds like a likely story unbelievable and this was um reported by a bunch of different sources bbc telegraph and the guardian all right, let's try this one. Spinach is taught how to send emails. <laughs> Spinach is taught how to send emails. Think about that. Does that even make sense? How spinach is, how can you teach spinach to send an email? That's something I would like to know. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is true. And this comes from Euro News, where scientists actually um, taught spinach. So let's, I mean, it sounds almost like a, uh, a sci-fi film, but sci engineers at MIT through nanotechnology in the United States actually transformed spinach into sensors that are capable of detecting explosive materials. And then the plants are able to wirelessly relay information back to the scientists. Wow, this is crazy. So this is what it says. And this is from Euronews.green. When the spinach roots detect the presence of nitra, nitro aroma, aromatics, God, say that 10 times fast, nitro aromatics in groundwater, a compound often found in explosives like landmines. The carbon nanotubes within the plant leave, the plant leaves emit a signal. And this signal is then read by an infrared camera sending an email alert to the scientists. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, is all I have to say, because this is something that really needs to be done. I don't know. All I know is, wow, who would have thought in a million years that spinach can be taught how to send emails? It is so cool. To me, science is truly amazing. And the science that engineers and scientists are coming up with nowadays is truly amazing to me. But it is true. Wow. All right. 
true or false, a gorilla learns to knit. Now, gorillas are second to humans, so I just don't see how this could be false, but it is. They are impressive, but they haven't mastered knitting yet. It was a fake story. (laughs) That's pretty cool. All right, let's get into something else. These are some things that you might never have known before. Now, I have to tell you, I love this series, things that um, you might not have known. And this is coming from one of my favorite TikTok users, um, Sydney Raz. And he'll be uh, part of one of my sources um, um, when you, you could look at the podcast and see the credits. So let's get into this. Did you know that you can change the way your refrigerator door opens? Did you know that prior to the installation or the delivery, you can actually ask them to change where the hinges are? Or you could do it yourself. There are hinges on your refrigerator that, you know, just like any any door. And you can actually move those hinges to the opposite side. So if you have a door that's opening up from left to right, you can switch hinges to go from right to left. And that is something really cool when maybe you're limited with space or when maybe, um, I, I don't know, the, the way that your kitchen might be you know, laid out. It's pretty cool. But that I did not know. Now, this one is super cool. And I actually tried it. And I even went on to a fact or cap TikTok and saw them do this. And I just, I couldn't believe it. So you can actually stop a pot of boiling water from boiling over by putting a wooden spoon on it. I tried it. I had some water that was boiling. And it was for pasta. And I remembered reading this or seeing this on TikTok. And uh, it was starting to boil over. So I I took a, a wooden spoon and I put it over the pot. And it stopped boiling over. Now you explain to me how that works. That's crazy. How does... A wooden spoon stop water from boiling over. It's probably another scientific thing, but I did look it up. So here you go. Sorry, guys, I have such bad allergies. That's why you hear me sniffling. It's just Florida and seasonal allergies. So check it out. So when something that is hydrophobic, which is something that's unable to absorb water, when it punctures the surface of a bubble, it subsides. You know, science is so plain and simple, makes it so easy, you know, to understand things. But it says here that a dry wooden spoon destabilizes bubbles when they come into contact with its water-repelling surface, thus making the boiling water retreat. Holy shit. Now that, 
that is crazy, but <clears throat> just try not letting the water boil and, you know, just simply uh, lower the flame or lower the heat. But if you can't, I'm, I'm telling you, you put a, a long, well, it depends on how big your pot is, but for my purposes, I was boiling pasta, so my pot wasn't very small. And I put a, a, a wooden spoon and it literally stopped it. Just, these things are just crazy. But try it. Try putting a wooden spoon over a pot of boiling water and you will see that it does not tip over. All right, moving on. Did you know that a pillow, a travel pillow, goes in the front I didn't know this either. That was something that I was legit just completely taken aback by. I have always traveled, whether in the car or sometimes when I needed a little extra support during, you know, the nighttime or whatever, when my neck was hurting, I would have the plushness in the back. They're saying it goes in the front. So when your neck falls from side to side or falls even into the front it's caught by the actual pillow (laughs) so there you go you can thank me later travel pillows go in the front of your neck not in the back see you learn something new every day all right here we go now I have tried this. I I can't really tell the difference, but let me just tell you. So avocados have these little, I don't know, it looks like a, a like a pit. And these pits are um in I guess the back or maybe the front. Well, anyway, next time you look at an avocado, it's it's not a pit, but it looks like a pit. And you pull this pit off of the avocado on the outside. And it can help you determine if that avocado is ripe or not. They're like uh, peak holes. You You can peek in through this hole. And... When you look at the hole, you should be able to tell by the color of what's inside the hole if the avocados are ripe. That was really, really hard for me because they all look the same. So, but I will tell you that you should definitely try it because it really sucks when you open up an unripe avocado that you think is ripe and it's still not totally ripe. So some, I mean, I always just touch the avocados, but it is kind of cool um, if, if you can. But, but to be honest with you, I don't know if that works 100%. But if you want to try it, try it. Okay. For those of you that like chips, and I do, but I have uh, become a little, a lot more uh, natural. I'll, I'll only eat certain chips now uh, that are more healthy. But I, I, I do desire a crunch factor throughout the week. Those of you who love chips in bags, uh, you know how like 
I don't know, 75% of the bag is air. Did you ever think of just cutting the bag down? Just take a scissor and cut it down. Why? So you don't have to put your entire arm inside the bag of chips. Seems easy, but has anyone ever done it? No. You just stick your whole arm in to grab the chips at the bottom, and then your arm is all greasy and got chips all over it. And You can just cut the bag in half, if not three-quarters of the way, to finally get to the chips, and voila. Yes, such simple things, I know. All right, you ready? For those of you that love Oreos and, and love dunking Oreos, did you ever think of just simply taking a fork, putting the fork into the Oreo filling, and then dunking it into the glass of milk that way, and then eating it? after that <laughs> such simple stuff my sister and I used to love Oreos when we were kids and my sister as a matter of fact loved them so much that she would smush them and mush them into the milk <laughs> and then she'd eat it with a spoon and then the next day because she wouldn't bring them down and put them in the sink or clean it out the next day they were hard as a rock inside you know the excess was just disgusting but Wish we knew then, because for me at least, I was a dunker, not a not a, a cruncher. So, but that's good to know. Um, <clears throat> now this one you have to tr- you have to trust me, and you have to test yourself out on this. You ready? Did you know that your forearm is as big as your foot? Now, if you can do it, take your foot and put it up against your forearm, or measure your foot which you probably know what the measurements are for, you know, shoes, then measure your forearm. It's the exact same length. The exact same length. Why do you think that is? Is it another science thing? Why is your foot the same size as your forearm? Because there has to be some truth to that there has to be a reason if it's really really true and health.howstuffworks.com says that the length between the elbow and the inner angle of the breast when the arm is folded equals the length of the foot I just don't understand I don't understand I mean, I know there's a lot of amazing body facts, but there is truth to it. And you'd be surprised that they're the same length. Kind of like that our eyes see images upside down. Did you know that? It's so cool. This is um, um, bornadragon.com. And they actually say that there are physics of of light refraction that causes the upside down impression on our retina. And, and also um, that dimples are actually anatomical defects and we have our own unique tongue print, like a fingerprint. And our wingspan is more or less equal to our height. I mean, there's so many cool things about our bodies. All right. Did you know that when you put your silverware away, instead of just dumping it all on top of one another, you can actually place them side to side like spoons and forks? You can actually stack your silverware sideways. And that would probably make more room. But here's the only question or qualm I have about that. It's not always easy 
to pick up a fork when it's sideways and <clears throat> pushed up against another one. You know, it's not that easy. Plus, sometimes I'm just lazy and I like to just dump everything, you know, my cutlery in in the little slots. But eh, it's something to know and, you know, in case you want to impress somebody. All right, you ready for this one? This one's pretty cool. This is about how to really peel an orange. So you loosen the orange by rolling it around on your counter, right? On a table, whatever. You're rolling it, rolling it, rolling it. Then you cut the ends off because who needs the ends? Cut the ends off. So you roll it, you cut the ends off, and then you slice down the middle the long way. So you're slicing it the long way, but you're not slicing through the whole other end. You're slicing it the long way. And you're going to leave a bit of the orange not sliced. And then you're going to open the orange up almost like a book. And the part that you eat, the inside, will actually peel itself off the rind. It seems so much easier. And I have never done that before, but I am going to try doing it. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like um, the different ways they tell you how to um, cut up uh, a pineapple or how to cut a watermelon. So many pretty cool things that I didn't know. All right. Now I have uh, one, two, I think I have five cast iron pots. They're all different sizes. I had a, a secret obsession that I'm letting you all in on uh, that there was a, a time in my life where I was absolutely in love with cast iron pots and I still am today. Um, and I got several different sizes, you know, one for when I'm making big meals, one when I'm making omelets, you know, there was a time when I loved making like natural, um, really cool, minimal ingredient, um, skillet cookies. So I got, you know, skillet for that, but there's always been a question about rust and there's always been a question about how to prevent it. Well, the only way to prevent rust is to not let water sit in your pans. Now, you can simply wipe it, but sometimes there's still a little teeny bit of residue, and the best way to get rid of any excess water is to just put your pots or your pans, your cast iron pots or pans, on a low flame or low heat on your stove and just let any excess water evaporate. And then once it cools down, you put the oil on and you're good to go. And I, I'll tell you that that has actually served me in some respects because sometimes my stove is still um, warm and after I've cleaned the pot, I will just put it on the stove without realizing that I was drying the rest of the water. I just put it on there as I was cleaning the rest of my stuff. But it's good to know that you could do that. But don't forget the oil. The oil is very, very important, uh, you know, to put on. Okay, this one is so cool. You ready? Did you know that your AirPods are magnetic? They are magnetic. And if you have a MacBook, you can actually put them on your MacBook as they are magnetic. I don't know about PCs or um, or um, HPs or any other um, Windows type uh, outside uh, laptops outside of MacBooks, but 
They're magnetic. They're magnetic. I wonder if that means that I could stick them on like refrigerator. Can you imagine though? That would be such a great way to not lose your stuff. You know, like let's say you come in the house and some people just dump their AirPods wherever. I know some people that do that, AKA someone I know very well. Wouldn't it be great if you could just come home and just, you know, stick them on like your your computer screen and they're always there so you know where to always look. Anyway, ready for this one? And this one, this one is one of the best ones I found. Dry erase markers remove permanent marker ink. Yes, and it is it is proven to work. If you have permanent ink, I don't know, on something, and you put dry erase marker over it, it will turn it a different color, and then you can wipe it right off. It like melts the permanent ink. <sighs> One last thing. How do you eat wings? Flat wings. Did you know that if you twist the bone of the wing, you twist it, it dislocates, you pull it out, and now you can eat the entire wing without the bone. My God. These things that I have found out. I mean, I love this and I love informing people of it. And again, the person to follow on TikTok is Sydney Raz. And I'm going to put his information um, in the description of my, my podcast. But these things are pretty fun. Um, so uh, next week I'm going to probably be doing um, another true crime series. I have been toggling between true crime um, and then narrating um, stories. A lot of people have um, DM'd me about the narration um, series that I'm doing and they really like it. However, some people have requested me doing more children's books, if you can believe it, um, older children's books. So I'll see if I can get into doing that. But true crime, man, I'm telling you, I really want to um, do some more um, unsolved mysteries. I'm going to do some research on that. But until next week, I hope you have a wonderful hump day. Don't forget to check me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter under the username Nothing But Julie, and feel free to DM me if there's anything that you'd like for me to cover. Thanks again for joining me. Have a great rest of your week.